You're listening to the Beer and Beer Show podcast where we review a few beers before having a chat as we try to navigate around subjects we have often have no background or qualification in and try not to make a fall of ourselves in the process. <laughs> and Rachel's already, already off to the gone. Already off Did to you the see races. Aaron doing air drums? <laughs> Killed it. Anyway, I'm Jeff, your host. Hi! Who's next? Hello. Hang on. Hi. Hi doesn't say anything, do you? Hi, I'm Rachel. I'm sorry, I'm I've got the giggles. God, the pod's off to a shoddy start. <sighs> I'm Aaron. I don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That would be Nathan. <laughs> hey. So in this episode, <laughs> which is just going south already, uh, we drink some craft ale. Yay! And we have guests on the show from the <laughs> west coast of the US to discuss brewing in the US. How's it going? <laughs> going big time now. Exciting. How's everyone doing? Oh, I am. I'm giddy. Has anyone else giddy? I'm excited. I don't know why. I've not had like any cocaine today like you. So I'm, I'm quite placid, to be honest. Yeah. It's been a bit of a dull... It's been a bit of a dull week with lockdown and everything. Although, I did manage to get a bumper pack of fabric softener for half the price this week. So small, oh, nice one. Which one was it? Small victories. It was that... Um, when they're not fabric softeners, do you know them little them little blue, blue balls you put in to make your washing oh, smell nice? Oh, God. I got, I got the 570 gram box. Yes. Yeah. For only a pound more than the three hundred gram. That's ridiculous. That's that's just silly. Which supermarket would you oh, get? Did you, oh. Things I, are dire. I, I don't know if I'm allowed to discuss that. Yeah, well, you can't. You can't uh, make people shop in particular shops. Sorry. Can't make people shop in particular shops, can we? Well, we can make people drink particular beer. So what's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> True. No, that, that's fascinating, Aaron. I'd like to hear more, please. Actually, uh, I don't know if anyone's bought the uh, the rights to the movie yet. So, uh, all right. <laughs> well, Warner Brothers, if you're listening, <laughs> right to Nathan. Oh dear. Uh, good God. Uh, yeah, this, yeah. How are you? You all right? Yeah. I, I'm good. It's been a very, very, very busy week. Yeah. Um, been playing a bit of Valhalla Assassin's Creed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did that come out last week? When yeah. did that come out? 10th. Did it? So you've all been getting your Viking on. I have. Yeah. I haven't. No, I haven't. Oh, yeah, for, for PS5 version, it comes with the post, which is it's been delayed, which is just as well <laughs> because of. Um, what, were your PS5 delayed then? Oh, no, no, that, that's that's uh, in a safe location. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the game itself is. i, I got a question. Have you got kittens? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, how does your dad feel about this? Um, well, he's not really too fussed, to be honest. How many kittens? I, I've adopted one, yeah. but... Um, my mother's cat has had six. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's just as well because we've got two great guests on the show. I could <laughs> probably give you some tips on all of that. Yeah, maybe, that maybe, maybe not, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. Am you know. I on the wrong show? <laughs> well, Possibly. I've started introducing um, Samuel, as I've called him, to drinking um, Tenant Super Strength. I don't know if we're <laughs> four weeks old, whether or not that's actually <laughs> s- slightly too late to be introducing that sort of strength and beer to them, but, you know. Yeah, he's oh, jumping off things. <laughs> to be fair, he's actually at the moment. All right, let's Cute. move on. Uh, so before we move on, yeah. if you could do us all a favour if you're listening, follow us on Instagram and subscribe to the show if you're listening to on a RSS feed. Um, I don't think there's any apologies this week. Well, I'd like to apologise for my absence um, on the last show because... Oh, no need. Oh, well, that's all right then. (laughs) (laughs) You were sadly missed, obviously. Well, yeah, it's because there was a chance I had to... I may have had to self-isolate. And um, I thought, well, there's no... I I don't want to ruin the show for everyone else. And 
you know, complicated times. Feel like isn't a walking biological weapon. So I thought yeah. it'd be. So I thought I'd, I'd best sit that one out. And not only that as well, there was a. Um, the, the, there also was a Scambit Central live stream. Honestly, honestly, it was to do with um, self isolation, and I did yeah. enjoy. And, and also, just like to correct you as well, it was not um, Isla Nublar where I was isolating on. It was Isla Sauna, which is site B. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you knew, didn't you? Yep. It, it, it was How quite the dinosaurs. Not very good, actually. The uh. DX virus has killed most of them off. Have you not seen any of them? <laughs> no. It's not good. It's not good. It's really not good. All right, come on, come on, Bless come on. Bless you. Come on. Well, Let's thank go. you. Oh, we've, we've got two guests in the green room. In the Eagerly. green room. Well, also, apologies as well at another one. I'd like to apologise to our, both of our guests as well, just, just in advance. <laughs> just because, yeah. All righty. Uh, so we have two guests on today from the uh, west coast of the United States. Um, of America. From Pine Ridge Brewing. I will let Rachel do some introductions. So from the northwest of the US of A, in the state of Washington, we have Sean Owens and Jeremy Johnson from the Pine Ridge Brewery. And they have both the, um, their they both cut their teeth studying in veterinary sciences. So there you go. They can help you with your kittens. They're both vets. At the University of Colorado. And that's incidentally where they both met. How interesting. So Jeremy trained to be a vet, a veterinary pathologist. Does that mean that he can do like psychic stuff with animals and things? Is that what a pathologist is? Is he he like an an animal counsellor? Make a cat behave like a dog. Pathology is the study of diseases. Oh. Oh, like pathogen. Not like a pathological liar. That's what I was thinking. Okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, there's a, there's a case of a lying praying mantis. I wonder if you can help me. <laughs> Come on, let, 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 let Rachel carry Jeremy, on. Jeremy is originally from the state of Utah, and he is now a senior director and general manager for a biotech company. Excellent. So Sean is hailing from Pennsylvania and also trained to be a... Uh, a vet, <laughs> and went on to become a professor in the School of Veterinary Medicine in the University of California, which is UC Davis. Is that what the university is called? A university campus, I think that believes. I believe that means. Uni- okay, of the University of California. Yeah. So after 15 years in this role, he's moving on to Pastures New with Adventures in Brewing. Hooray! Both Sean and Jeremy are joining us on the show to discuss brewing and their up-and-coming venture, the Pine Ridge Brewery. So exciting. Sean says... He's looking forward <laughs> to making great beer and having patients that are approximately one pint in size and the occasional growler. <laughs> Unintended. But yes. don't boom. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey! Hey! <laughs> I really well, struggled, struggled to say veterinary. <laughs> Why did you write veterinary. it so many times? There's a lot of Vig- syllables there. Vigitary. And uh, just showed what I don't know what a pathologist is. Well, you know now. Right? I know now. I, I've got that correct, haven't I? Pathology, study of diseases. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and we can help you with the uh, with the praying mantis. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Great. It, it keeps lying to me all the time and I'm fed up of it now. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's common among the breed. <laughs> so we'll, we'll do a few minutes of free-form chat. So um, from... From pets and livestock diseases to brewing, how did you go from leptospirosis to sacro and 
Well, that's it. All right, I'm going to do this again. <laughs> you were so well prepared. <laughs> I was prepared, yeah. but I, I, it's just gone pear shaped. So what, what, how, what gave you the jump from veterinary sciences to, to brewing? You were me. So, yeah, so uh, way back when, um, Jeremy and I were talking about um, uh, ways in which we can give back to our community and, and figure out ways to do, um, to help people. And especially in the COVID time, you know, it really brought mm. to the forefront the fact that people are in need all over the, all over the place. And so as part of that, we thought about, well, let's create a charitable giving account. And instead of that, we really twisted towards what if we created, uh, use sort of the science we know, created a, a tap room and brewery, allied ourselves with a university, did some teaching, did some outreach, some, some inclusion, and figure out a way to get people together and then give back to the community that way. And from that, it spun into this huge, big deal and uh, here we are today with you guys. Uh, yeah, I just want to ask, like, like very briefly. So they got the uh, so the president elect and the president reject. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I, I think um, you know, I, I think uh, we're we're probably on the side of uh, uh, you know uh, uh, hesitant enthusiasm, uh, excitement, <laughs> I guess, with some trepidation there, but. Uh, you know the latest. The latest news is it looks like we're going to start to transition to uh, more more semblance of a of a normal transition from from uh, President Trump to uh, President elect Biden. Uh, uh, so that's I think good news. Good. It is. It good. is. It, 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 it must feel rather strange. I mean, it's an unheard of situation um, for. for a first world or a Western democracy for you know someone who's potentially or has lost a, an election to, you know. Just not put his hand up in the air and say, look, I lost. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we live in a part of the world here that, you know, like a lot of places that, that really respect, um, you know, inclusion and diversity and all the things you should care for education and healthcare for people and community. And mm. it's, uh, it's nice to be transitioning to a president that, that cares about basic human values and social justice and human rights. And, um, <laughs> you know, that's, yeah, nice, nicely put. Yeah, exactly. So studying, so you're both studying and working together. Are there any funny brewing or veterinary stories you have to share? For example, have you, you're like, if you touched anything furry, which was <laughs> <laughs> save, save the furry, save the furry one for later. Yeah, you must have loads of funny stories, animal based and beer based. Many, uh, some, some of which are probably not appropriate for public consumption. Uh, <laughs> do it, do it. We have Nathan on the show. Do it. Yeah, quite white. <laughs> well, we'll leave it to your discretion, but feel free. Yeah. You know, I, 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 think, I think one of the things that, uh, you know, has, has always tied Sean and I together is, is uh, we, we have this, uh, this yin and yang uh, relationship. And, and I think to kind of summarize our personalities the best, um, uh, if, if we were to uh, uh, approach a cliff uh, with uh, a pool of water uh, below and somebody said, hey, there's a great pond, you should jump in, uh, Sean would head first off the cliff uh, and, and uh, cannonball all the way down. <laughs> well, I would probably proceed to tiptoe to the edge, uh, come up with some measuring device to figure out how far the drop was and, and uh, how deep the pool is. So I think that, that, that sort of summarizes our, 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 our different personalities, but at the same time, uh, we have a lot of fun um, playing off those personalities. Some of it professional, yeah. uh, most personal and, and just jovial. That sounds like a great recipe for 
creating beer actually doesn't it yeah like, you do yeah, you know yeah, you sound like the so scientific like, yeah. guy and, yeah, and then there's a bit of creativity as well going yeah, on definitely. that's what you need no i totally agree like it does sound like a great working I, I relationship will, I, I will tell you one bad story so when I, I when i finished my training i had to do an internship for a year right. and one of the people that worked there the senior clinicians didn't like me very much and he was very germophobic mm. and so in the hallway he had his phone that he made calls to clients on all the time and he'd wipe it down with wipes and kept it meticulously clean and so one night someone brings in a dead squirrel that had been run over <laughs> right that had been split open so i took his phone stuck it in the squirrel and then hung it off on the thing so it was a dead <laughs> 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 he came to work the next morning as i was on the overnight shift when he left uh that did not go over very well uh, the entire phone had to be replaced i was called into the principal's office i was told that we shouldn't put phones inside dead animals <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and i had to start talking to him so. My question is why someone decided to bring a squirrel that is split in half to a vet. What can you do with <laughs> oh, that? Please say that. I mean, did, did, surely, my, my first thoughts as you were describing it is like they're going to bring it in for you to do some kind of miraculous <laughs> yeah, um, so veterinary up. procedure to bring Clear. it back to life. Well, I have to say, I've never thought of telecommunication devices actually using veterinary surgery. So, you know, I mean, was, it, was, it, was the squirrel successfully revived from it? <laughs> Slightly warm inside. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's his death was not it, in vain then. I wonder if it worked. Imagine that, speaking through a squirrel. And it just buzzes. Yeah, yeah. It wakes up. That's amazing. Maybe that squirrel knew about the um, the horrible pr- about the horrible bloke on, who used the telephone all the time and decided to throw itself under that car wheel <laughs> so you could exact some revenge on <laughs> it. It falls near the end of its adult this life. It's the over the hill. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's made so it's fully fought. Funny. Now time to go out with a bang and do some good. <laughs> oh dear, I like it. We're going for beers, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I've got a bottle, so I'll just ping it open. So this is a beer I got Rachel, so she's just opening that now. Uh, she will do taste. Have you notes. got beers over there, guys? And um, we'll we do taste Excellent. those. Ah, nice. You so after Rachel, we'll account. probably get Sean to do his. Oh, hey, look at this for sound. That's a nice. I was an interesting juxtaposition there. Look at this for sound. <laughs> I never get to pour the sound properly. Oh, <laughs> I mean, all the words. It, I can smell cherry. It's really sweet. Oh, it smells so fruity. Can I try already? Of course you can. Mm, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, it is. It, I'm sure I've, I've had this or something similar, but it's darker than I imagined. But it's like a like a cherry, darky. So how 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 cherry would you say that is? <laughs> don't know how cher- very cherry. Uh, very sweet cherry. sweet cherry, bitter cherry, sour yeah. cherry. Sweet cherry, sweet cherry. Cool. Wait. Oh no! But there's like there's like a like a tingy tingling bit at the, at the back of your throat afterwards. A slight slight so sour. Slight sour. Yeah. Like tart. Okay. Bit tart. Yeah. Oh, it's great! I love it. Good, this good, good. is my jam. So let's move on to Sean. See what Sean's got. So our... just so, so you know, we didn't we didn't cheat. So I don't know what this is. Good, good, good. Amazing! Yeah, you good wrapped man. it up and everything. Did Nathan um, swiftly eat? Well, I say email. Send you over a can of Carlsberg. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't Carlsberg. I sent them. It was Foster's. Pouring. <laughs> okay. There you are. Nice glass. Yeah, cool oh, glass, man. Smells very tart and sourish. Good. Mm. Ooh, definitely a sour. Is it? Excellent. Definitely a sour. Um, 
So I'm jealous already. Yeah, <laughs> you love yeah. a farm. Uh, it's a little like a farmhouse. Like a farmhouse? Yeah. Well, like a farmhouse sale, like a sour farmhouse sale. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Not, not like a farmhouse itself. Yeah, <laughs> not like manure. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, those bricks are quite nice to eat. It's quite nice. It's um, uh, it's sparkly, um, well carbonated. Um, has that nice sour flavor, and you can definitely feel in the back of your throat as yeah. well. And it's uh, Really clean tasting. It sort of tastes a little bit like hay and, and some straw notes and some like citrus. Like a farmhouse. <laughs> Would you, yeah, it's quite nice. Nice. Would nice. you hazard a guess at the ABV? Mm, 4.5 to maybe 5. Okay. Nice. Cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll come back out on that. Lovely. Yeah. Mate. Right so right, Aaron's going to open his now. I, so I had a bottle, so I already I was prepared. This is my, my blue pee at the moment. Oh, you, you, <laughs> so, you need more hands. Here we go. Another good one. There we go. Nice one. Nice one. So, I have probably, uh, well, uh, I'd say that might be an amber, it's chestnut, or maybe a chestnut, I don't know. The oh. Slight sort of red tinge maybe towards the bottom. Um, clear. So Isn't it? Looks that very is clear. That's quite clear. So, let's have a, ooh. <laughs> I know what it is, and I had one the other day. I can't day. pick up the, uh, the smell on that, so... COVID. I'm going to go sit over there now. <laughs> oh. Why would you say that? I'm oh. joking. This is like the ultimate oh. test, isn't it? <laughs> Can you do the podcast? No. Can you taste it? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely the vid. I have... Uh, the vid. <laughs> the vid? Sounds scarier than COVID. The vid. I've... Uh, <laughs> it's like toffee. Is I'm it? Getting toffee. Quite roast. Like roasted mm. toffee, if you mm. like, I think. That's what I'm getting from that. I like the colour of it. It does taste, it's got that um, traditional English pub yeah. taste. Yeah. So I think this is quite a traditional beer. Yeah. You probably tell that actually just from the the clarity of it, if you like, and the smell as well. Mm. It, smells, it smells like it's got Fuggles Ops in, which is like a, like a, a quite a bit famous uh, English hop. Fuggles? Um, yeah, that sort of. That sort of hop, anyway. Yeah. It's quite grassy. So you're going to give us an ABV on that one? Uh, hang on. Because you said that's quite um, quite ale, like Britishy ale. It is, yeah. Yeah, I definitely think mine's probably Belgian. I don't think mine's I don't think mine's English. ABV wise, I'm going to say low to mid fives. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, oh. Jeremy, do you want to give yours a, a shot? Happy to. I'll throw that to the microphone so you can hear, but I have no idea where the microphone's at. So here, here we go. Uh, I'm opening the can now. Yes. Yeah, I got that. Okay. All right. <laughs> as long as you didn't get it all over your computer. Yeah, <laughs> all over your keyboard. <laughs> all right. So, so I've got a nice uh, light golden, uh, fairly clear, just maybe a, a, a very a slight haze to it. A nice head on the beer. Uh, it's got... Uh, Got some nice notes. Um, sort of a citrusy, fruity mm. smell a little bit. Oh, it's kind of got a little bit of a, almost a slightly dry finish. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Nice carbonation. Uh, 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 a little bit of bitterness. Uh, probably some hops to it. Uh, a little, maybe a little bit hop forward. I love this. I love that we're doing I, it. We're I, sat here looking at 
some guys yeah, doing the same that. thing we've been doing <laughs> so many weeks. Like, just on a computer screen, it's great. You've got all the vocab. <laughs> Very like your uh, pro- probably some some sort of a you know some sort of a an IPA uh, maybe maybe a, a take on a on a hazy IPA a New England IPA something cool. along those lines. Cool. cool. Are you gonna nice. give us a guess on the ABV on that one? Yeah, it would be a big guess, but I'll, I, no, uh, no, I won't hesitate. Uh, probably somewhere in the uh, I would guess five and a half to six. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Cool. So I'm gonna give mine a shot. <laughs> Jeff's right. always good at making the sounds in the microphone. <sighs> <It's all right. laughs> good. Let's see what we've got. So I've got something that's very hazy. Mm-hmm. Um, bit ahead. It is actually, and it? it's like almost opaque. I can tell straight away that's um, an IPA just from the odor. Well, you're getting a good sniff. Yeah, it's, it smells <laughs> really nice. Um, I, I'm going to go. I'll taste it first before I um, put my Come neck in. on the line. I'm going to go West Coast IPA on this one. Wowzers. Specific. Um, yeah, it's got a bitterness to it. Mm. Um, so your New Englands would be a slightly bit fruitier. Um, mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. This has definitely got that, that bitterness behind it. What if you have the same beer as Jeremy? How weird would that be? <laughs> that would be a bit freaky. Wouldn't it? Um, head retention's not that good. The, the head's almost gone on that now. Yeah, that's true. Um, slightly, slightly carbonated. I'm going to go with five and a half percent on that one. Mm. Um, cool. It's nice. It's got a bit of bitterness to it, so we'll crack on with that. So, nice. Nathan. Uh, so, I've got go. a, um, a black can which is covered in tinfoil. It's a space tin. <laughs> <laughs> I think the government radio waves out. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it could well be, or it could, could well be the top of it. It's um, like disconnected. It's actually used for shoplifting or something. <laughs> <laughs> Like for, um, it's so. just to help with your sensory needs, Nathan. Oh, gee. You're not the glass over there. <laughs> the tinfoil like stroke. I've got to say what, yeah, the tinfoil stroke. So I'll put this up to the pop filter and probably damage it. Good job. That's a good one. Oh, I've been waiting so long to give Nathan some tinfoil. Honey, it's yeah. really mean. So I don't, I don't know if you've been listening to recent shows. Um <laughs> I like doing Nathan's it. had issues with cans wrapped in princess gift rape, uh, wrapping gift wrapping paper. It's uh, mainly it's mainly because of the um, not it's not the wrapping it's not the what's on the wrapping paper. It's the fact the wrapping paper itself seems to be made of Kevlar or something, and it's been really <laughs> difficult to, <laughs> to to take off. But I'm already getting from this one. It's very dark. It's as not there's a there's definitely a smell of like I think cocoa nibs there. It's um, mm. got a nice head to it, so. I'm glad we're going for the dark beers now. Right, it's winter, isn't it? In it. Like it's, I'm, I think I might have even had that before. Yeah. It tastes very familiar. It's very mm-hmm. nice. Lovely. Definitely like a... I'd definitely say that's some form of chocolatey... Like a chocolatey stout or something. It's mm. um, That's very nice, as that? Does it taste strong? Like, alcoholically? Alcoholically strong. <laughs> well, this, the, the thing with chocolate stouts is I've found a lot of the time is um, you can never really have no. a good gauge of the ABV. Because it's so it, tasty. Well, but yeah, because the taste of the chocolate masks the uh, yeah, taste yeah, of the yeah. alcohol. Yeah, I try and like go on the like the body of it, like how, how sort of like heavy Thick it feels. It yeah, that's why I try and normally do it, but it is difficult. I I'm probably going to say with that one. I'm probably going to go alcohol wise. I'm probably going to say maybe a uh, four point eight to five point five something in that range. Mm, that's cool. Pretty specific. <laughs> something <laughs> in that range. We're all 
quite low though, aren't we? So what we'll do <laughs> is we will go down the route of asking you a little bit about um, the brewery, where it's yeah. going, a bit of background to it. So Nathan will start off with a question. Okay. So to quote Willie, I don't know who Willie is, <laughs> what's in a name? So you were called... Um, Palouse River Brewing, and you've recently changed the name, I understand, to um, Pine Ridge Brewery, Brewing Company. So, um, you know, guess what's the backstory with that? How come you've changed? What's the backstory with that? How come you've changed the name? Uh, you're me. I'll, I'll start. I'll start with that. So, um, I, I guess I, I think it started with uh, have a why don't you finish a pint or two, and then and then try to say Palouse River Brewing. Um, <laughs> so that that's what started it at, at, for me. And so I, I raised the question um, with with Sean, and I said, Hey, what do you what do you think about the name? What are our options? Uh, I'm having a hard time saying it. So it was as simple as that. There wasn't a lot of science behind it. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, and then, um, you know, so it, it triggered us to just ask others, um, smarter people, hey, what do you think? Um, we got some great feedback and, and pivoted. Yeah. And we got some people on Instagram that, uh, that would reach out and say, hey, we're so happy you're in business. We love your beer. And we'd say, uh, we're not open yet. You're confusing us with the other brewery in town. And we like them, too. Um, but thank you very much. Uh, 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 so we wanted, right, we wanted to stand ourselves apart. Yeah. And also um, the the name comes from an area outside of Pullman, Washington. Pullman, Washington is an area called the Palouse, which uh, when you walk out the door and you look, you see hundreds of miles of grain. Um, you know, the, one of the largest farms in the area is 3,000 acres, which is what, 50 square miles or something ridiculous like that. Oh, wow. And so... The, the area is the number one grain producing, uh, wheat producing county in the United States. Right. Oh, wow. So there's more grain in the area. And so one of the areas of Butte near us, um, it was named after one of the Yakima chiefs at the time. And you've heard of Yakima chief hops. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. The trails on there is called Pine Ridge Trail. Mm-hmm. Ah. Over the area. So we wanted a tie to the local area. And, um, you know, this gives people a sense of um, ownership of the brewery as well. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Cool. Um, just great. to follow on from that, who's Willie? <laughs> I'll just, just throw that in there just to confuse me. So, what's what, what, in what, a name? So what, what's in a name? Can anyone yeah. follow on from that? There's, it's a poem. I think that's uh, Shakespeare, is it not? Yes, well done. It's <laughs> <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Right, you guys. So, um, opening, opening a brewery sort of is like usually... Um, a follow-on from being uh, quite interested in home brewing. Was that the same with you? And if mm. so, are there any homebrew recipes that you've done that you've thought, yeah, we've smashed that, and we're going to take into take into the company? That's a good question. So, uh, so I started homebrewing about five or six years ago, um, and my wife. We decided one day we were going to do. My wife's also a veterinarian, and um, she's actually the dean of a veterinary school now up in in Washington. That's how we wound up there. Ah, cool. And so. She ran a diagnostic, a big lab for a while. So we decided we were going to homebrew. So we got, we had goggles on, we had hair nets, we had gowns on, surgical gowns, we had surgical gloves on. We didn't drink while doing it. We followed the recipe. We had temperature, <laughs> pH probes. Oh, Boring. <laughs> but we treated it as a science experiment. And so yeah. at the time, I had hired a guy that used to be the quality assurance guy for Miller Beer Company. And he was working in the lab wow, for us at okay. the university. And so I brewed a batch and um, brought it into him. I said, will you tell us what you think about this? And he, it's 10 in the morning again. We seem to be drinking beer at 10 in the morning. <laughs> uh, he cracks it open in the office, takes a sip. He goes, you made this? 
I said, yeah, I made this. Take another sip. You really made this? And he used to judge a lot of craft beer competitions. Oh, right. he said, you know, pretty good. Oh, nice. So, um, so that one was called Drunken Mermaid. <laughs> that was Amber. <laughs> and then the second one we I brewed, uh, follow up after that, and a bunch after that. The second one was called Coyote Spit IPA. Nice. Ooh, nice. Oh, cool name. And so that was a dry hop. I, I dry hopped the living daylights out of it, and it exploded all over our guest bedroom. So, our guest bedroom. <laughs> so there's this outline of a, of a carboy, like a body in there with a dried-in hop on the ground. <laughs> that was probably the best one. Um, and to be honest with you, you know, i got to say, having homebrewed and then commercially brewed, um, home brewing is much harder than commercial brewing, uh, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, the, uh, the temperature's... To get your temperatures in home brewing is, I feel, yeah. a lot harder. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, I mean, we don't necessarily have the luxury of having all temperature controls here, um, but we yeah. have more control than you do at home. Yeah. Like, it's the main thing, man. You just Hitting your temperatures is, is so yeah. important, obviously. And as we were saying before, like you obviously come from quite a, a scientific background, so you've already got that scientific... Um, you know, sort of no now yeah. to take yeah. forward into brewing. Yeah. Normally, that comes in later. Um, from what I've seen, you really, know, people yeah, just have yeah, a mad dash at it. I think so. Yeah, for me, I, it was more just the excitement of it and everything. And then now, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm just now starting to sort of understand that. I was never good at science at school. You know, there were compli- complicated words and weird <laughs> symbols, and I just got yeah. confused and got yeah. bored and started playing. You know, snap at the back of the classroom. <laughs> instead of listening but now it's really important to sort of know how important one degree is i mean not even just one degree you know certain you know yeah. points of the degree but is so you important understand what it does don't you, you understand yeah, yeah. you know what a difference it's, it makes it's, you know it's gonna make such a difference having that mm. sort of scientific i know it's not exactly yeah. the same brewing beer and looking after a you know a poorly rabbit but <laughs> it, you can yeah. t- you can take you know you can take the you know that sort of background into that and yeah. that's brilliant yeah. That's cool. You know, I also believe that, you know, I I wanted to do it right. um, Mm. Or at least follow the steps to make, to be more successful. Right. Cause it's, it's a, it's a business enterprise. So I had been shadowing at a bunch of local craft breweries here in town. And I just recently got hired as an assistant brewer at one of the ones in town here. Um, Oh, congratulations. um, Master Brewers program, which was overseen by Charlie Banforth, which you guys probably know of Charlie Banforth for a long time. So uh, he started out in the UK, and I think he worked for um, uh, Bass. I think he worked for Bass for a long time as quality control. And then he started the brewing program over here at UC Davis many, many, many years in the 60s or 70s. Um, oh, okay. So he's sort of a, a big wig, uh, you know, British brewer. And, and so I, I wanted to be able to, you know, have the experience to, to sort of fast track a little bit as opposed to making all those hard mistakes early on. Yeah. Nice one. That's nah, great. great. Great, man. Really good. Yeah. COVID aside, um, any huge challenges really in setting up Pine Ridge? Um, but what, what would you say your biggest sort of obstacles have been? Mm. What do you say? Yeah, I, I think the, I think the big one is location. Uh, finding a location and, and finding the balance between you know, as Sean mentioned, um, you know, one of the the, the aspects that's that's really exciting about this venture is is the innovation and partnership with university fermentation science students uh, throughout the program, and so. Finding the right facility that has a, a balance um, in in you know embedding itself within the town, the public, the city, but also um, maintaining close connection, proximity to the university and university researchers. 
Uh, so I think I think location is is really um, kind of the big the, the big frontier remaining for us at this point uh, to to get from where we're at now to opening. Mm. So which, which university are you tying up with? Uh, Washington State University in Pullman, Washington. Okay. So uh, so Eastern Washington is unique. They've got um, they've got great water. Um, they grow lots of barley, two-row barley. They grow a lot of wheat. And we have Yakima Valley just a couple hours down the road. So we've yeah, got hops, yeah. water, and, and great grains. And so mm-hmm. WSU has done a great job with um, – they do a great cider program, and they great, do a great wine program, and they've been looking to jump into the beer fermentation science. So it's a partnership we think that's going to be really, really good for us because – it's nice to be able to engage the community uh, for good beer and music and bring their dogs and families, sort of like the pub culture of the UK, which is something that we want to sort of re- re- replicate. Nice. But also oh, good. do the science on the back end. Mm, that's great. And so obviously the, the research behind that then as well, isn't it? Like so, back, back with the university. Yeah, so they, they do a yeast program as well. So um, they've got yeast researchers. So Washington State does yeast research, uh, hops research, and grain research. And one of the things that we definitely want to do is we wanted to have our brewery that, that provides beer for the community, but also have a smaller pilot brew system, a one barrel brew system that we can train students on. And the researchers can come in and say, hey, I've got a new grain. I want to brew a test batch and see how it turns into an IPA or a red ale or a stout or you name it. And um, so we've linked up with local malters and the grain producers um, so we can you know, sort of do some pioneering cutting edge kind of beer formulation it's such a good idea mm. that is such a good idea i mean the one good the one that i mean i mean the, the the brewing industry in britain is growing all the time and you know everyone's ridiculously helpful and they'll always lend you things and they'll always t- let you go and visit to it's a real community yeah like to go and like talk to each other mm. or you know if i needed a week to you know go and sort of learn about how to do dry hopping or something like that or you know the co2 circulation or something like that they're always there for you but the one thing that, like, when you were saying, like, with the universities, that, that they're doing stuff with, you know, like, wine production, cider production, uh, beer production, yeah. you just we just don't get that over here. Um, yeah. And it's it's always, like, really bothered me. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's so good that you've, like, tied into that as well and, you know, yeah. giving people a chance that's, that's you know, that's really... Uh, I really salute you guys for that. Mm. That's such so good. So this t- ties into my next question. So obviously, like you said, you're looking for some kind of pioneering with, with the with the brewing, and you're obviously very socially minded. What's kind of the long game? Where do you see um, your brewery in, in, like, five years? Like, where, where do you see Pine Ridge going? What's the big future plan? There you go. Me? Well, so one of the big things that we, we care greatly about is, is this enterprise has to, there's sort of a bunch of central tenets that we want to really accomplish. Mm. And I mean, you guys know, um, you know, the brewing industry is, is heavily male dominated. It's white male dominated. There aren't a lot yeah, of people yeah. of color mm-hmm. or indigenous people or women. And so um, we have a candidate right now who is our sole candidate we're interviewing, who is an African-American woman as our head brewer. Amazing. Uh, Awesome. And so we, um, you know, we, we, you know, if people can't see them, if they can't see people in roles that they want to aspire to, it's very challenging, right? So yeah. for, for example, yeah, women, you know, young women early in their career, looking at for the brewing industry, if all they see is white men. Yeah. It becomes very hard for them to put themselves in those shoes. So, yeah. so that's a big part of it is we, is we want to, we want to create ways of engagement and pathways for underrepresented minorities, people of color, women in the brewing profession. And the best way to do that is to demonstrate success. So the candidate we're interviewing is, 
she's phenomenal. I mean, she has a great brewing pedigree. She's early in her career. Uh, if she be, winds up being the person we hire, she's going to do phenomenal things. That's exciting. So that's our one big thing in five years. So we want to, we want to have, um, we want to push the boundaries of, of engagement and getting people into the industry. And the other is we want to use it as a, as a vehicle for charitable giving to the community. So we're going to give back to environmental concerns that ensure that water stays clean. We want to make sure that, that women and children, little kids have lunches when they go to school, they have backpacks and things like that. So mm-hmm. a way to support the community. So when people come to the tap room, they know that every dollar they spend, a percentage of that is being invest, reinvested in the community. Nice. So no, nice. We sort of think if we, if we take care of those things and make good beer yeah. and then do some good research with the community, that it'll be, well, I can sum it up by saying it's our belief that if you if you run a socially conscious good business that cares about people and produces a good product, mm. that business will be successful mm. and yeah. no one has to sacrifice for our success. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. If you care about people, people care about you, man. And what a message of hope as well to have, like you say, particularly in this kind of horrendous time that we're all going through globally as well you know it's, it's such a hopeful way forward love it very inspiring yeah, it is very yeah. inspiring i totally yeah, commend you for your, mm. your beliefs and what you want to do with it the other thing is we want to you know talking about pub culture you know um that's one of the things you know most tap rooms in the united states have picnic tables and things like that and it's sort of like a it's not it's not as comfortable you most people go there for the great beer and are willing to put up with sort of less than good seats and picnic tables and stuff like <laughs> yeah, that. So, yeah. You know, we want to combine good beer with the with the, with that sort of vibe of a, of a pub kind of thing where yeah, you bring yeah. your kids, family, and your dogs, and, you know, yeah. um, it gets cold in Pullman like it does in the UK. And so, you know, in cold winter evenings, you know, have a nice fire, people yeah. come in, yeah. bring the community together, right? Yeah, yeah like the local. Yeah, you go down there because you know everybody's name. And yeah. You, you know, yeah. everyone's not, you know. Even if the landlord keeps putting fosters on. <laughs> yeah, I, I guarantee there won't be any of that going on. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, the local is a real, it's really important, isn't yeah, it? It is massively, yeah. yeah. Talking about fosters, uh, <laughs> that's a, a horrible beer. We're now talking about brilliant beer. What, what styles yeah. uh, are you guys going to focus on? Have you got like any focus on styles or... Are you going to like a broad sort of spectrum or are you looking at a core range to sort of explore um, many styles or are you going to focus on just like one thing? Well, you know, we, we all have different, Jeremy has different tastes than I do. He, he sort of has, we're working on similar tastes that we'll, we'll probably do, you know, these days the culture in the U.S. is you, you need a, you need a, um, you need an IPA, a yeah, flagship yeah. IPA. And whether that's a, a Northeastern Hazy or a West Coast IPA, you need a yeah. double IPA. Um, and then we'll have, you know, the loggers and pilsners, the, the stouts and porters seasonally. And then we really want to focus on a, a barrel age program as well, right? So yeah, yeah. we've got access to some pretty good barrels here, bourbon barrels, other wine barrels in the States to do, a, you know, to do some really cool barrel age stuff, uh, barrel age stouts and, um, you know, some sort of adjunct stouts and, dare I say pastry stouts and other things like that. But, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, some of the, some of the fun beers, but mostly to experiment farmhouse ales and things like that. So really what I think what we're going to do is when we all get together, we're going to sit down and say, you know, what's missing in the community. Yeah. What do we want to make? What do we want to introduce people to? And how do we educate them on new beer styles? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's difficult. I mean, when we started doing, um, if you like, when we started brewing, or especially when I came into the business, I was kind of brewing things that I liked Mm. whereas we can't always brew for what I like because yeah. I'm not the one who 
pays for it and keeps the business running. <laughs> you know, it's the, yeah. it's the guys that come in and stuff. So you've got to try and, which was good because, you know, it, it broadened my portfolio, if you like. It's given it a fancy word, yeah. but that's the that's the idea. I mean, I, I, we, we spoke a little bit before as well um, about, uh, like, Cascale and, 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 and Britain with the, with the if you like, Cascale's kind of the British flagship of beer, yeah. if you think. If you think of countries and their flagship, I think Cask uh, and Handpool Beer is uh is very british is there any yeah. sort of a, uh, a thing to go into like cast condition dale are you, are you thinking about that or is that maybe a couple of years down the line sort of thing probably a couple of years down the line um you know what we probably would do is, is quite honestly you know we'd reach out to you and say hey you want to come over for three weeks yeah um, please yes you know? yes yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't you don't have to ask again <laughs> Cask, uh, you know, cask conditioned ale, and come over and let's figure out how to recapitulate that over here. And uh, yeah, so I think that's one of the things I think we're all looking forward to is is being able to do collaborative projects with people. Yeah, and yeah. I think it sounds silly. Uh, there's actually a documentary called "How Beer Saved the World." If you get a chance to watch it, um, it's phenomenal. Cool. Um, I think it's on Netflix or or Amazon Prime or something. You'd find it. It's called "How Beer Saved the World." But it's cool. But it really one of the things we're looking for is you know it can be that transition period that brings people together that does good for communities and, and creates community, you know? Um, and again, you guys, the UK has done it so well. Pub culture, local pub is sort of the, in my experience, is sort of the nidus, the holding point of the community, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's where everything happens. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, case and examples here, I, the four of us wouldn't met of each, each other, uh, if it wasn't for this tap room. Um, and actually, and actually to be a bit deep about it, you know, as we've had to lock down and, uh, cause I was quite new to this community anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you guys have become integral to, to my mental well-being. <laughs> it's actually so true. You are like such, <laughs> such a support group. About that, <laughs> <laughs> these are my only friends. Please help me. <laughs> we were thinking when we can get your beer. Basically, what's the plan? When will you be able to roll out Pine Ridge Brewery beers? What's what's the timeline you're looking at? I think to, yeah, I, I think optimistically we're 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 hoping for you know late 2021, but um, cool. you know I, I think we'll we'll have a better sense once we once we have a location pinned down. Yeah. Um, and then, then we'll know more clearly on our timeline. But I so, think we're still optimistic about about 2021. Awesome! Yeah. So really so, early, early fall 2021. Really early days then for you guys. Like it's quite conceptual almost at the moment. It's awesome. Well, from what I've seen on Instagram, you're buying equipment already. Oh yeah, we're I, my uh, I've got a guest bedroom that, much to the chagrin of my wife, is full of thousands of dollars, uh, tens almost tens of thousands of dollars worth of brewing equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give your address out. <laughs> so so are they, are my wife's about to have kittens. Speaking of kittens, the <laughs> driver keeps showing up with more expensive equipment. She's like, when is this going to end? <laughs> I'm going to say, if you do want to have a kitten, I do have. <laughs> there is two or three available. I'm sure you could. Um, to justify the brewing equipment purchases, anyway, just <laughs> here's a car. <laughs> Unfortunately, though, they are only um, four weeks. They were four weeks old um, yesterday. So, I'm, how uh, would they travel? Do you think? All right, <laughs> you could probably throw them quite far. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not that I'd ever do that. Well, <laughs> well, apparently, it sounds like they're addicted to alcohol, though. How would they make it over the over the pond uh, with their alcohol? <laughs> Oh, well, nice. that's okay. the thing. I've, I've I've made some little saline drips, you see, out of them for <laughs> packs for them. So, <laughs> oh, funny. 
Uh, okay. oh, well, roll on twenty twenty one for so where, more reasons than, <laughs> than just your beer. Where, yeah. where can where can people? I, I know there's not a web presence per se yet, but people can find you on Instagram. Uh, is that probably the best place now? If they want to start early and follow you. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, Pine Ridge Brewing on Instagram, and um, we've actually just Jeremy and I had a call uh, with our other partner the other day uh, with the. You know, we want to engage the community. So as we were talking about website design, um, they actually offer a course in website design at Washington State. And so we are they've taken us on as one of the projects. So they're going to do, the students are going to do our website design, all our promotional materials, and that will actually be something for their portfolios. So when they go out in the real world, they can basically say, here's the business we set something up for, point to a real business as opposed to just an academic exercise. So, yeah. Excellent. Um, yeah. Well, what I'll do is I'll get all the details that we have already in the show notes and we'll push you on our Instagram feed as well. So um, ra- wrapping up that section for a bit, uh, turning the tables, uh, is there anything you guys want to fire at us? Put them on so the what, what is your, uh, what's your favorite uh, beer from, from the States? Ooh, Ooh, God. That is a good like question. That is a really good question. Um I have to say, I Budweiser. Could, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, Miller, so like, Miller I'm Light. Sorry, out there. The connection's bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say I, I quite. Uh, we've had a uh, Brewdog recently did a uh, collaboration with Evil Twin. Yep. Um, ah, yeah. Which was the Roaster Coaster. Absolutely, back that up a hundred percent. Which was the. It was a about maybe eight nine percent yeah, yeah it uh, was coffee porter or yeah, stout. Coffee yeah porter. Vietnamese um, coffee pot stout yeah. yeah and from that I went on to try quite a lot of Evil Twin because it's quite it's quite ex- ex- um, sorry accessible over here um, oh. a lot of um, American beer is either way out of my uh, price uh, uh, bracket. Or um, it's just not available, sort of thing. It doesn't uh, make it over here. I, I, if we're talking, we're talking really good beer here as well. Like we're talking proper yeah. beer. You know, I we made the joke about Budweiser and stuff. We're not talking about dishwater. Not lager. You know, it's <laughs> <laughs> you know. So for me, yeah, Evil Twin has really become uh, quite a, a brewery that I do sort of seek out, if you like. Mm. <laughs> so um, yeah, what what was the one Nathan had a couple of weeks ago? Was that the Evil Twin one? Yes, it was. Um, can you remember the actual name of the stout? Of course, I can't. No, um, <laughs> no. I wish I could actually for the sake of it because it was really really nice. Was that a chocolate one that you had? I think it was like a with it, chili. Yeah, it was a. Ch- oh. It was a. Uh, ch- um, it was. I think it was it coffee and chili. Actually, it was a brew dog coffee and chili, but it was done on the brew dogs US operation. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah that, that was it. Yeah, and it was it was really in really Utah. nice. They, they so brew- brew dog saved my life one night. I was I, I went over to to uh, Beijing, China, to do some teaching for a month. Yeah. And I got there, and it was dark. It was you know smoggy in the air, and no one spoke English. And they dropped me off at my hotel. I felt all alone after traveling all day. And I figure, all right, I'll wander around the evening. I wander outside of my hotel. I come across a 7-Eleven, which I don't know if you guys yeah. have those in the UK. Yeah. No, it's sort yeah. of a unique US sort of conflagration of, of a convenience store. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I'm thinking, I'm not going to find any beer. I walk in and I find a BrewDog Punk IPA. Amazing. Buy a six pack of it. 
go back to the hotel and I was like, okay, we can start the day off right with this. Yeah. So, so I thank Brewdog for, for that. To be fair, in China, there was a few, uh, I went to loads of craft ale places in China, in, in, some of the yeah. ex, in some of the expat areas, because, you know, plenty of Americans and British people go over there and want to drink beer, so it was a real yeah. good business um, idea. Yeah, some really good breweries over there, to be fair. I think one of the yeah. weird ones I've tried, uh, I'm just flicking through um, beers I've tried from America, uh, Barrel of Monks Brewing um, in Florida. I tried their okay. White Wizard, which was uh, an oak-aged wheat beer. Mm. Uh, that was that was pretty good. Um, uh, just flicking through what I've had uh, <laughs> on Untapped and stuff, and that was that's my highest-rated American beer. So mm. there you go. Well done. All right, so uh, I'm afraid it's the point of the show where we ask you five stupid questions. Stupid, oh. like hey. the other questions haven't been stupid. I don't know. They haven't. Though. <laughs> so, oh, sure. I think what's going to happen is Nathan's going to lead us on this one. Right. So, this, so I've actually, well, I've jumped ahead in the script, I believe. So, <laughs> he did. So, obviously, we've both been, obviously, we've both studying vet, you know. Veterinary science. Yeah, veterinary science. Um, <laughs> th- thanks for finishing me. <laughs> um, yeah, what was the last furry thing that you touched? And in brackets, it says there are safe answers to this. <laughs> so, it wasn't supposed uh, uh, to be read out, but anyway. Right, well, 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 well uh, uh, yeah, so, so what was it? It could have been a. F- yeah, so go for it. Something what was furry. It? <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty safe answer, but uh, I mean, we, you can debate the difference between fur and hair, but. Uh, I don't think that's uh, of much interest to the listeners. Uh, well, it, it is actually for me, but... Um. I have a rescue dog that we, uh, long story short, but we rescued from uh, Taiwan. Oh, right. wow. Oh, nice. Scott, are you familiar with the show The Simpsons, the cartoon? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Looks a lot like Santa's little helper. Oh, oh, so I, I imagine yeah. he's like kind of um, like a greyhound or Saluki yeah. cross or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of oh. blend of, I'm surprised she hasn't been barking. She's oh. terrified of me. Oh, oh. oh. that's not fair enough. Sean? No, she's just afraid of the finger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it will be featuring on any of your any of the beers you make. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. yeah. it'll be one with a bite. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, what was the very last very thing you touched? <laughs> uh, so, so I have a uh, uh, when I went to China and came back, I came back. My wife had cut off ten inches of her hair. My daughter had braces, and we had a chihuahua living in a basket on our dining room table. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I have been bitten by chihuahuas twelve times on my left hand in practice, and I hated chihuahuas up until that point. <laughs> After two weeks, I love this chihuahua, and he sleeps in the bed every morning. So the last very thing I touched was a chihuahua that woke up, stuck his tongue up my nose this morning, <laughs> and I had it, uh, before I came to, uh, to to be with you guys. Oh, oh I love that. I think that you'll be quite good at this next silly question um, because of your medical backgrounds. It is if you could name a disease, if you could have a, if you could have a disease named after you, what would the symptoms be? 
So previous examples have been that we've had Steveitis, which are the symptoms. The symptoms are that it becomes you become like Andy Murray in nature and exude boredom and disinterest, no matter how <laughs> excited or happy you are. You've got Steveitis. So maybe you could think of an interesting disease name or name a disease after I know, yourself. It has to be after you say. It has to be Seanitis. But they could come up with some medical <laughs> stuff. Seanitis. <laughs> So uh, yeah, this could be this could be dangerous and could lead us down uh, a rabbit hole. So we'll try not to get too, too deep into the do it, do it, um, do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, I guess I, I think it would start with some of the signs would want to have um, probably inappropriate urination. Uh, <laughs> um, this is your disease, right? This isn't my disease. This is your disease. <laughs> And then, and then, and then the other thing would be uh, ataxia, which, which is basically uh, a stumbling gait, right? So there's a, you know, so if you stumble around, you don't can't walk a straight line. You, that, there's a medical term for that, like you're describing. So that's ataxia. So you want to have ataxia, inappropriate yeah. urination. We could probably stretch it to inappropriate defecation. He <laughs> um, went with the pooping. I was thinking more of a tingling in the groin. Hey, I like it. Uh, that, that, that sounds like every third person you meet at Leeds at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the third. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so you go to the doctor, you're like, I, I inappropriately pee, I can't walk, I'm pooping my pants, and my groin's tingling. I got Jeremy-itis. Jeremy-itis. like diarrhea. I've got Jeremy-itis. What would Sean I yeah, be? I'd, I'd, pro- I'd probably call it something. I don't, I'd want to include something about bird. Uh, so uh, a lot a lot of folks and Sean as well uh, call me, uh, use bird in my name, Jay Bird, bird, uh, bird <laughs> dog. Uh, so uh, probably something like uh, uh, probably the bird's worm. You got the bird's worm. You got the bird's worm. So it's like a weird saying, like, oh, you've oh, nicked a bird's food Would it be a contagious virus or would it be like bacterial that causes the disease? I think, I think we'd call, what we'd do is we'd call it, it's a, it's an, it would be an opportunistic infection. So oh, fair enough. You could catch if you weren't careful. Oh, <laughs> if isolating the disease, what would the zygotes and heterozygotes be of it? Yeah. You'd have to wear a mask, but lower down on your body. Oh. <laughs> Go on, I, think, I, love it. I think Aaron's going to move on with our next one. Yeah, I've got it. So you're in a supermarket, done your shopping, but what three things would you have in your basket in order to get a reaction out of the checkout person? That's easy. Condom, yep. hair removal cream, and sour cream. <laughs> Brilliant. I love it. I might add suntan lotion. There's a lot going on. Funny. <laughs> right, so, um, for both of you, this one, if there is any band or artist you could wipe from existence and from history and from basically ever existing, who, who would it be and why? Can I, can I preface that? That not from existence, so... Being nice, they just wake up as milkmen or that's what or I meant. Brewers, I meant, I meant to, brewers the next day. I didn't mean to. I didn't want to actually kill them. They don't I just have to that, die. Yeah, they, they, they are expunged from the annals of music or okay. art history. Then, yeah, that's yeah, what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, 
it seems a bit can- cancel culture esque, uh, a bit harsh, but as, as long as we're they have a nice landing and a soft career and a great life uh, after they've been expunged from, from what <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I, I'm probably not as, as, as strong in music culture. I guess the one the one uh, band that I have a very limited recollection of, which is probably telling it itself, uh, uh, is it Devo? Devo? I don't know. Devo. Devo. I've heard of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they have already died. Why are you getting rid of them? <laughs> Diva. I, I would get rid of Led Zeppelin. <gasps> would you? Yeah, that's perfect. I, if I, so I grew up during that. I was in high school during that Led Zeppelin period. And if I hear Stairway to Heaven one more time, I, I just, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> so if, if they were delivering the mail or working at a shop somewhere, I would be perfectly happy to have another career. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's fair enough. You'd probably just get. Uh, actually, no, I better not say that because it'll probably there'll be some lawyer listening and will try and take me to court or something. <laughs> but it's, it's, that's controversial. Well, controversial well, opinion. To be honest, I don't like Jimmy Page as he's. Um, he's put it this way: he's been inspired by quite a few already um, quite famous and like very talented guitar players, and um, he's had a few falling outs with them. Cause You're trying to say he's a copycat. He's been influenced by, but I, I think he's, <laughs> he's caught with some great original stuff as Page. But um, at the same time, there's there's been a, more than a few falling outs with him and like other quite well known guitarists of things he's well supposedly supposedly borrowed. But really, I mean, I'd say it's a bit controversial, Zeppelin. But I totally understand why, though. So you concur? I don't concur. I would what I personally wouldn't want them, but I understand his reasoning for it. To be wiped off. Let's move on. Nice. <laughs> So, Matt, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll throw this one at you both. So, uh, fast forward one year, maybe two, your bar's open. Mm-hmm. Um, you can throw any celebrity or famous person you want out of your bar. What would give you the most pleasure? Who would give you the most pleasure in saying, look, mate, sling your hook. Yeah, your, your presence isn't welcome in our bar. <laughs> <laughs> think there's, there's, there's just one choice, right? Obvious answer. An orange-haired Cretan. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't want to presume. There's only one choice. Nice. Well, so... I like it. Wouldn't totally. even kick him out the door. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably playing golf and feeling sorry for himself anyway, so... I'm sure he is. <laughs> Up in his game. So now we're going to do the beer or bullshit round. So yay! Yeah. Oh, no. I'm afraid. Oh, you haven't got your pad. I don't have a pad. I don't have a pad. <laughs> I normally have my little pad. He, he it's all right. I'll notes. just remember. You so Sean, remember. I'm afraid you and Jeremy are both going to have to answer these last because uh, I based a few of them around Washington. So the way oh. this round works, as I'm sure you know, there are five facts or statements and only one of them is false. The false one we call the bullshit. The other four true ones are beer. So if you follow these guys' leads, I'll call the statement out and then you just state beer or bullshit. Yay. Yep. So the first one. <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> Aaron has to write it down. Usually I'm making notes on my phone. I can't do this game. Without having making notes. Right, yep, I'm ready. So, I've just got Google open on mine anyway. <laughs> Washington State is responsible for the first ever photograph of a UFO in 1947. Frank mm. Ryman photographed said UFO on American Independence Day of that year. <gasps> Beer or bullshit. So we'll start with Nathan. Um... um. As far as I'm aware, I don't think I think it's bullshit. <gasps> Do you? 
What year was it again, sorry? 1947. Yeah, it's bullshit. <gasps> the, first, okay. the, first, the first ever photograph. Yeah, there was photographic. There was photographs way before then. Okay. Well, are we talking about officially published photographs, not stuff? <sighs> Come on. Right. I'm going to say I'm going to say it's bullshit then because that's going okay. bullshit. Rachel, what are you doing? I mean, there seems like quite a lot of coincidences there for it to be Independence Day and the Capitol. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'd say that's the line that they go through. I'd say that's true. I'm going for true. How about you, Anne? I'm I'm going beer. I think, yeah, I, I think, I just, yeah. I, I would think, quite like to be led by Nathan because he seems like he knows the answer, but. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sort of just wanting Nathan to be wrong because he said it in so, so much confidence. With confidence. <laughs> that I want to just. I, I'm, I'll, if I'm wrong, I'll be I'll be surprised, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I'm going beer. I'll be beer. really surprised. Oh, I'm going beer too. So, how about you, Sean? I, I'm sure I may regret this, but I'm hitching my wagon to Nathan Starr. <laughs> <laughs> and you, Jeremy. I'll go beer. Yay! Yes. <laughs> All right, so number two. Uh, so, Redmond, Washington, home to the Microsoft uh, Software Corporation. Oh. Uh, they have a campus with its own brewery. Each version of their software has a development code name. Uh, such as Longhorn for Windows Vista or Whistler for Windows XP. Mm. The brewery on campus traditionally brews a celebratory craft ale and uses the name, the development code name, uh, to name that beer. Uh, for example, they had a Whistler, a Whistler Dipper, uh, Whistler Double IPA, beer or bullshit. So we'll go with Aaron uh, first this time. I really, really want that to be. Me too. Beer. I think it's such a cool idea. Same. Alt Microsoft. Would would Microsoft do that? I've got images of like you know like Google. Are they meant to be? Well, right. Either it's weird. They're either going to be that a company that's like really, 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 really serious and take everything really seriously, mm. or they're going to be one of them like young hippie companies where they all sit on beanbags and throw hacky sacks at each other. <laughs> so if it's one, of, if it's the latter. They're going to have yeah, a brewery. definitely got a brewery. And yeah. I want it to be that. So I, I'm going to go beer because just for the simple fact it'll make me happy. I agree. Um, yeah, like I say, like I'm thinking of Google Land where they have like slides instead of staircases and they get to ride around in like um, primary coloured buggies and stuff like that, don't they? So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's got enough money and they should definitely have a brewery and they should definitely make celebratory beers. Yeah, beer. I would probably, I'm going to say too because I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll have they'll have like beers named after the Xbox and stuff like that because <laughs> yeah they'll, they'll probably have one called the Red Ring of Death even probably which is like about 18% or something which will when you drink <laughs> Black Screen of Death <laughs> yeah Blue Screen of Death yeah because um, yeah, the Xbox had that I'd, I'd probably say that's I'd probably say that's true because Microsoft is a company that's so huge like Google yeah. and things like that it's, it's probably got it it probably even has its own slaughterhouse on campus somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. How about you, Jeremy? The faucet used Vista. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. I'm going to dissent and go bullshit. <gasps> it, it seems like too big of a distraction for productivity that uh, is, seems to be foundational for Microsoft. It could be motivation. Yeah, not mine. <laughs> how about you, Sean? Well, now, now I'm. In, I'm I'm at an impasse here. I hitched my wagon to Nathan Starr. We already said bullshit once, and there's only one wrong. Right? Exactly, That's it. You made yeah. a classic mistake. You're of stuffed you I'm <laughs> I, I plan to find a 
on Nathan entirely. <laughs> That's fair enough. I mean, I'd blame the failure of this entire show on me, to be fair. So. <laughs> he made Sean's bath. All right, all right, I'm doubling down. I'm going bullshit on that one too. Yeah, yeah. Good man. Yes. So this is going to turn into the bullshit, 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 and beer game. Yeah, everyone just says it. So, so you guys definitely go last on this one. Uh, okay, so Seattle, Washington, mm. state law dictates that residents may not carry a concealed weapon longer than six foot. Does that mean that they can't walk six foot with a concealed weapon? Or they can't carry a weapon that's six foot long? State law says you cannot carry a concealed weapon longer than six foot. Mm. I think that's true, yeah. Rachel goes first. What kind of weapon would you have that's longer than six foot anyway? How do you hide a six foot weapon on yourself? Does it mean the distance of... That's what I'm saying. Do do you carry a concealed weapon? Because then there's open carry laws. So all you'd have to do then is if if it's an open carry law, you could carry an assault rifle in your hand and they can't do anything. (laughs) Just carry it for six foot. Let me me go back to the question. Let me go back to the question. State law dictates that residents may not carry a concealed weapon right larger than six foot or longer than six foot all yeah. oh, right bullshit i'm going bullshit that's why? my bullshit why I, what do you mean do you think that they can do that then? i don't get it i don't get the question <laughs> <laughs> well the only thing i can the thing is that, all right okay so the, the way i'm going to rephrase this you can hide a pistol on your body yeah. If you, had a, if, if you had a weapon six foot long, where would you hide that in your bulge well, it, de- it depends really it, if it's if it's um, <laughs> If it's some kind of, because you know, some of these kind of modular sniper weapons where that you, you, you're put into a briefcase or something, there could be somebody who's, for example, say, for example, purchased a WA-2000 sniper rifle, for example, and thought, right, what I'll do is, for example. I'm not in a good mood today, I'm going to go to the top of a clock tower and start, you know, shooting garden gnomes, yeah. for example, and cause, you know, huge <laughs> you know, unrest, uh, distress to the neighbourhood, because just people like... Some old ladies mowing her garden and the garden gnome shattered into <laughs> bits of porcelain from a high velocity round. Um, it could be that the, the it could be. I, I'm gonna. I think it's probably true because you know it could because all you'd have to do is you'd have to you know you could have the scope down one part of your jacket. You could have the um, the bolt. You know. So you could break it, it up. You could break the six foot into various pieces. It's basically yeah, who's yeah. implementing these rules? Well, exa- right. exactly. Yeah, you know. okay. I think it's true. <laughs> Can I? Is this the part of the show where English authorities break in and take Nathan away? Well, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It depends as well if the gun if the gun can be cocked and locked as well when it's been. Ca- <laughs> <laughs> right. Sorry, officer. I, I think it's true. It's true. It, it, it was a quick fire round. Nathan, I'm, I'm going to press you for an answer. Bearable. I'm sure. going to say it's true. Rachel. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> Uh, you know, it seems a bit. It seems like uh, the state would be discriminating its height a little bit, but uh, I've already used my bullshit, so I gotta go beer. <laughs> oh, I'm full on beer on this one. Okay, okay. Yeah. Once again, Nathan has convinced me. <laughs> I'm slightly worried. I have to be fair. <laughs> like a brother from another mother. <laughs> Cheers! I appreciate that. Thank you. That's gonna go in the show quotes. <laughs> Washington State has around 400 craft breweries producing over half a million barrels of beer a year and produces 80 different styles of ale. True or false? Beer or bullshit? What question are we on? What number? Number four. I... Oh, good. I haven't used my bullshit yet. 
<laughs> I've used my bullshit. I would I would suggest there's probably more than that. But really? Probably. I don't know. Say the numbers again for me, please. Okay, so we have 400 craft breweries, half a million barrels of beer a year, and produces 80 different styles of ale. Oh. Or would there be more? Eh, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot that in it. Is it? I'm going to go beer. I'm going to go beer. Yeah, beer. Yeah. Quick fire round, Nathan. All right. Oh dear! Uh, you, you might want to come back to me last. I'm still thinking about my answer. <laughs> I'm going to say beer. I'm going to say beer. And how are we going over there, Jeremy and Sean? I'm going beer. I'm going beer. Beer. Cool. Nice. Beer all round. So, um, are you guys familiar with Movember? Yeah. Okay. So this is a Movember question. Has anyone done Movember? I mean, you're already I've got a mustache all the anyway, year. I did do Movember back in 2013. Did you? Okay, let's move, let's move <laughs> sorry, on. Sorry, you're going. We're not going down that sorry, rabbit sorry. hole. <laughs> November. The annual event where men grow moustaches to raise awareness of men's health is almost out. Mm. It is thought that 160,000 pints of Guinness are wasted each year as a result of having <laughs> facial hair above the top lip. <laughs> I am going. Yeah. That is a massive beer for me. No. That's a massive beer, man. Bullshit, because no, you suck man. it out. I've seen you. You're all filthy bastards. You do what? <laughs> so it's not wasted. Do you know, you're, Hannah does that. Hannah, I, I purposely do that. Whenever I have a beer, I purposely put it in my moustache and slurp no. it out of my moustache just grim. to annoy Hannah. Grim. She goes mad. Bullshit. Yeah, stop making that noise. <laughs> yeah. But I, honestly, I do think that. Because a lot of the time, though, you'll do it and you'll just go... Yeah, and you'll just so how do they quantify the spittle that you put on your sleeve? Oh, that's probably some clever person that, who's done that it. vary between mustache to mustache. Yeah, like Borat's going to get a lot in there. Yeah. So before, <laughs> because this is a Washington base, before these guys answer, um, uh, I'll throw it out to you, Sean and Jeremy first. So one hundred and sixty thousand pints of Guinness a year. No way. Here we go. You know, I, I think um, I think if if if, je- if more gentlemen used uh, beard wax, I think it would be lower. But I don't think we can put <laughs> waxing any more of our upper lip. So I'm going to go with beard on that. Oh, I, I, I think the whole game's rigged. I'm going bullshit. It's rigged. I'm not buying it. <laughs> Me neither. All right, Nathan, what do you reckon? Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, I'd probably say, what does it have? I, I think it's, I think it's true, probably, because people will be buying, like, you know, think, oh, it's great, I've grown this mustache, and they're like, oh god, my beer now tastes of um, beard wax and um, L'Oreal, um, <laughs> L'Oreal. <laughs> L'Oreal. <laughs> So and um, yeah, I can I can imagine people will probably buy beer and throw it away because they mean they refuse to drink the beer because of their newfound mustache. Well, because it because what will happen is the liquid will pass <laughs> through the um, the the facial hair uh-huh. and bring along with it the kind of taste of beard wax or whatever kind of things have put on it, which will not taste 
I'd imagine probably wouldn't taste very nice. So you mean yeah. November just encourages men to also continue Stoptober and to also stop drinking? Well, not really. I think it's just a cynical marketing ploy now, really. It's kind of lost the real thing for what it was, which was to raise awareness of... Which was to, well, it's just become a cynical marketing ploy now, and people are like, oh, look, look at this moustache I've grown. Oh, I can't enjoy beer anymore now, so I'll just leave this half a pint there and then... Yeah, bullshit. It's bullshit. Well, yeah. I'd say it's probably true because there are people that. Vi- <laughs> right, you said it's true. We'll stop there. Yep. Bullshit. <laughs> Rachel's going bullshit, bullshit, and Aaron is going. I'm going to go true. Oh, right. Okay. So. I want to win. Do you want to reveal these answers? <clears throat> yes. All right. So I'm going to do the bullshit last. Okay. 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 Oh, so what was true? Uh, Washington State is responsible for the first photograph of a UFO. Yes, come on, one nil. That was beer. Uh, Frank, uh, Frank Ryman, an off-duty U.S. Coast Guard yeoman, took the shot in the yard of his home in Lake City. Uh, It was later concluded to be a weather balloon, but that's what they say about all UFOs anyway. Ah, right. So that'll be why. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Nathan's agreeing and agreeing with you no right that's that's where that's I've well that's where I've come up with the wrong answer in your quiz from then Jeff (laughs) come unstuck fair enough Seattle Washington state law dictates that residents may not carry concealed weapons longer than six foot Uh, that is beer so you can carry carry concealed weapons under six foot that's right yeah so basically you just have a rifle that's five foot eleven and seven eights (laughs) you're okay you're all right Uh, can I just add that I've got four other Washington laws that are still on the statute so in Seattle, women who sit on men's laps on buses or trains without placing a pillow between them face an automatic six-month jail term. Good. <gasps> really? <laughs> that is apparently still on the statute. Really? Uh, in Auburn, men who deflower virgins, regardless of their age or marital status, can face up to five years in jail. Really? <laughs> how, did, how do the virgins become deflowered then? Well, yeah, we're not going down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Um, fixes and then I, I found this one a bit weird. Uh, it is illegal uh, to pretend that one's parents are rich. What? To pretend? That's on the statute as well, apparently. Really? Fair enough. So I, well, you look very confused. So <laughs> I'm going to put little links in the show notes so that when you, when I put it online, you'll be able to see where I got my information. Fake from. news. And then, <laughs> and then news. give, then give me a hard time. <laughs> Yeah, like the first official photograph of a of a, <laughs> of a UFO was actually from 1941. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, well, not a release to the public. It was 1947. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we can fight. An old lady dropped a camera outside. I think <laughs> we can fight about this later. Uh, okay, so the next one: uh, Washington State, 400 craft breweries producing half a million mm. barrels of beer and producing 80 different styles of ale is true. Great, uh, yeah. um, great factoid. November, uh, wasting Guinness. Boo! It's not true. 160,000 yeah. pints. Bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> I, I get that. I get that. So data was based on the average moustache surface area. <laughs> I told you something to be weird. Scientists were able to work out the amount of wastage depending on size, shape, and density. While the hair itself is capable of absorbing 20% of its own weight in liquid. Some people have nothing better to do, do they? (laughs) Dr. Dover... Dr. Dover... (laughs) (laughs) Bullshit! Observed 
that the majority of the wastage occurred between the fibres of the facial hair. And I'll put links to his research online. What's and Dr. Dover's first name, please, Jeff? <laughs> Rover Dover. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Benjamin? <laughs> Strangely enough, that was. Uh, are you familiar with the um, British newspaper, The Guardian? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a Guardian news article, so it's true. No. No, it's not. So, the false one. And I completely made that up. Microsoft don't have a brewery. Aww. Um, so You're in, getting really good at this. If <laughs> I've got this right, Jeremy got everyone right. Way! Well done, that man. I completely agree. <laughs> Microsoft do, do have a brewery, we just don't tell anyone about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, thanks for the answers in advance. I well, think the fully worked to make sure that Nathan looked bad. So well <laughs> <laughs> it's where they make the Xboxes, that's where the brewery is. Well, I mean, uh, something's got it's to just ex- floor cleaner. Something's got to explain Ooh. Windows Vista. It, it was just this type of flagrant cheating that made our ancestors fail to this new great country. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love how passionate you got about the game as much as we are. <laughs> I'm really annoyed that you've won for your first attempt. I know. I'm still, I'm still angry about this this UFO photograph because um, there was you know, there's video footage from the Battle of Los Angeles which you can see. So <laughs> stop. Oh, I know. We're wrong. Yeah. Uh, don't worry, we'll we'll uh, I'll, ask, I'll contact one of Trump's lawyers. Actually, it was one of his legal team. We'll we'll, we'll fight this. We'll fight this. You can get Giuliani on the case. I'm going to say. I'm going to say. I'm going to say to him. Just don't bother with a hair dye man. You know, just. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. All right. At this point, I think Rachel is going to reveal her beer. Am I? Oh, hey. Oh, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. So you got two two bits of paper, two bits of paper, and then in a third internal layer so you've got it you, when you get to the brown layer it's like christmas Good. <laughs> it's a green bottle wait what how many layers am i allowed to do the next one yeah it's yeah. like past the parcel do i get sweets in the middle you get a beer in the middle i get a beer yay this is what i thought it was it's a bacchus it's a Bacchus cherry beer, Belgian beer, Kraken beer, and it's bloody lovely. And it's five point eight percent volume. And yeah, it's just really nice, isn't it? Very sweet. And all the information's written in Belgian and that. So can't written, tell you. Written in Belgium. Belgian. You mean French? <laughs> I don't know. Or it could or be Flemish, Flemish or German. Exactly yeah. which part of Belgium? Yeah, they just speak loads. Yeah, they speak Dutch, French. That's why I went Flemish. Belgian. That aside, uh, what would you rate? Oh, I do love this, um, and I would often choose it. I quite like it when it's on a, a keg, to be fair, as well. Um, I'd go an 8.2. Okay. Love it. I chose Thanks, that because that's one of my favourite beers. Um, mm. It's more of a summer beer. Um, oh, I know. It's quite Christmassy. And it's a lot nicer than the Sam Smith Organic Cherry because it's not as sweet. I haven't tried the Sam Smith yeah, one. It's, is it kind of lambicky? It's like a lambic style with yeah. cherry. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. So really we'll lovely. go to Sean. Did you, do you want to open yours? Yeah, let's see here. I have a... Oh, oh there we go. Oh. So, Almanac Brewery from uh, Alameda, California. It's uh, a fruit cobbler. Nice. Um, 
It's a sour farmhouse ale aged in oak barrels with peaches, nectarines, and spices. Lovely. Ooh, sounds cool, that man. So you describe yeah, the, the uh, if you guys get a chance, they make great beers. They're uh, uh, south. Uh, they're just south of San Francisco. Almanac. Um, really good beers. This is an ABV of uh, 5.7%. Yeah, Lovely. Fair. Very nice. Yeah, great, great beer. On point nice. as well, Sean. You guessed that well. So, uh, so I'd, I'd, give it a, um, I'd give it a 9. I love their beers. Nice. They do nice work. I'd give it a 9 for sure. 9.0. That's a, oh, nice. good, man. Nice, good nice score. score. So, yeah. Aaron, what have you got? Radio. So here we Let's go. Let's give it a go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Whitby. It's from Whitby. Hey, Bargum. Hey, it's Yorkshire. Nice one. Santa's tackle. (laughs) And he's got his his opening his coat away from you, like he's showing you tackle. um, So he's committing indecent exposure. He's jingling his bells. (laughs) He's jingling his bells. (laughs) (laughs) It's a uh, rum, rum conditioned. Um... Yeah, no, I didn't. I, I didn't get rum. Is it which, ruby? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, rubyish. Uh, yeah, rubyish or yeah. reddish. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, no, I didn't get rum. Yeah, I but, didn't get rum. But Christmassy, um, though, isn't it? Yeah, 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 mm. definitely. Yeah, so they got a lot of toffee from it, um, but it's very, very nice. Yeah. Good, brilliant for this uh, for this time of year. Yeah. Four point five percent it is. It's not too bad, is it? Which is, uh, I said probably mid. I think I said low to sort of. Mid five, so I've, uh, I've overestimated a bit there. Yeah, um, but it's very nice. Um, I do like it. Um, sort of, uh, if you like, if you like wintry fruits, dates, mm. cloves, that sort of flavour. Uh, I would say probably I, I'm going to go about a seven, about probably about a seven for that for the time of the nice, year. Nice, yeah, definitely, yeah, nice. definitely. I did it at the right time of year though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For so, sure. Yeah, seven. So Whitby Brewery is right next to the Abbey, like on top of the cliff. And it's really cute, and they 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 use social media a lot, so we need to tag them up, and um, they've well, got yeah, a, lot of, nice. a lot of information yeah. about nice. how the beers are That's a good Christmas beer. That give yeah. it a go. Good. Okay, what have we got, Aaron? Uh, Nathan. Aaron, what have we got? Because <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's already just right. Um, so I'm just taking my uh, foil oh, off. Oh, don't! It makes your teeth stand up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in fact, I just need to, before I reveal it, I just need to put this on so the UN's mind satellites don't actually <laughs> see what I'm thinking in the next episode. <laughs> right, Maybe so he's um, currently putting the foil under his. Yeah, cap. I don't want the UN's mind satellites seeing into my brain. So we have got um, we have got from Wildchild Brewery. Um, oh. Explicit emphasis, salted caramel stout. Oh, um, yes. That was a f- and it's 5.9 ABV. Um, the can looks like Jackson Pollock with a rug rat on it. It does. And um, <laughs> it's, um, it's, that was really nice. I have to say, I didn't get too much salted caramel from it, though, I'll be honest. But um, it tasted a little bit more chocolatey, but that was it was still really nice. I'd recommend yeah. that. It's a great one, isn't it? That was really nice. Yeah, yeah. Wild Child. I like Wild Child a lot. Yeah, yeah Wild Child yeah. are really good. That yeah. was, um, yeah, I'd, I'd give that 8.5 out of 10. Nice. nice, nice. So that leaves you, Jeremy. Jeremy? Yeah. So uh, I, I feel I'm going to give a rating first, if you don't mind. I'm because I'm I don't want to. I, I, I'm going to say eight point five. I liked the beer. I thought it was really good. I think it, I suspect it's one I've had before, but we're going to find out. Oh, uh, have, have a guess first. Not. Oh. Okay. Oh. Done it. Oh, it's a tight sleeve, but I got it free. Uh, and Nathan, I just want to compliment you on thinking of safety first. Well done with your uh, tinfoil hat. Oh, <laughs> so, here, 
The beer is uh, Mosh Pit Etiquette uh, mm. from Three Mile Brewing, which happens to, happens to be Sean's new employer. That's my new employer. I'm actually nice. Three Mile Brewer. Oh, nice. uh, so uh, ABV was 6.6%. Mm. Uh, and Sean's trying to distract me from the rest of the day. <laughs> this, is, uh, this beer was inspired uh, by deep down burning desire to politely, yet enthusiastically, <laughs> express raw emotions into art. Uh, so featuring uh, a sermon of hops. So, oh, you got to go through the hops there. It's uh, uh, it, uh, Idaho 7 Cryo, uh, Mosaic, Simcoe, and Citra hops. Nice. nice. Very nice. Yeah. And you stick with so the 8.5 nice rating? Still like it? 8.5. Nice. Nice. Yep. Ooh. Uh, so mine is a OG Hazy, which is the second time I've had this on the show. Is it? <laughs> is it? Oh, we've, we've definitely had it on the show before. I'm fair, no, I don't we, think had it so. I think I've had it on yeah, the show. Yeah, Aaron had it, it on the show. So this is the, the first time that we've had a... It's his first double. It's our first double. What is it? So this is a Brewdog OG Hazy. OG Hazy. Oh, yeah, because didn't we talk about what OG stands for? Yep. Original yeah. Gangster. Uh, original Gangster. <laughs> uh, ABV, wise. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm going to get Aaron to. Is that seven point something? Yeah. Seven point two. So it's a seven point two ABV, Oof. written in very tiny writing. I haven't got my reading glasses on. Um, that was really, really good, and I'm going to give this seven and a half. Um, Embrace the opaque. It says on the side, and I got West it wrong. Now I think I stated at the beginning it was a West Coast. Mm. It's in fact a New England IPA. Um, uh, so it's not quite as sweet as I'd imagine a New England or not as fruity as a New England would have been. Um, it's a lot more bitter than I would have expected from a, a New yeah, England IPA. Yeah. So, but yeah, Brewdog OG Hazy. Um, that's really good. I got, in fact, I've got 24 different cans of Brewdog lined up for next oh, month. Have yeah. you got two advent calendars? I've got two beer advent calendars. Yeah, yes. that's not fair. Oh, I've got <laughs> none. <laughs> I've got none either. So I've got a I've got a I've got a, um, I've got a chocolate one. That's good. I ate mine. You've got a chocolate advent calendar. <laughs> um, yes, I've bought myself a chocolate advent calendar. Good. Well My mum still gets me them. Uh, uh, exactly. I mean, they're a, they're a, they're a tremendous waste of money, but th- that's not the point. No, it's good. Count down to Christmas. I like my advent calendar off my mummy. Count down. Just to get your Cadbury's one. <laughs> yep, and it's got Santa on it and a snowman, and Hannah gets the same, so we don't argue. <laughs> I, I just look at it as the countdown I can play on my PlayStation Five. That's still, that's <laughs> the way I look at it because I've still got so many get, a backlog of games to get through. Oh, funny. Love I'm it. not buying an Xbox now because Microsoft don't brew their own beer. <laughs> <laughs> they might do. We just don't know about. It. Well, uh, yeah. Aaron is going to give us his beer of the show. Yep, mm. uh, so we were saying earlier, we're getting into uh, darker season, uh, Christmassy, warm yeah. fires, and inside and being miserable. Um, so <laughs> I've got a beer, it's uh, Zygote uh, from Amundsen, I think Ooh. I'm saying that right, uh, which is for a brewery in Oslo, Norway. Um, and it's a 10.5% stout, Ooh. so it's up there, but it does only come in a 330 can. Uh, so you're not being too scared. Oh, I'll have 12 then. Exactly. <laughs> so you're fine. Uh, it's really good, really sweet, thick, caramel. Sort of like um, chocolate chip cookies as well in there. It's a real proper sweet winter beer. 
Really, really decent. Try it out. It's it's available lots and lots of places. Uh, beer shops now do um, things uh, from Amundsen. Uh, so get it tried, guys. Excellent. Nice. And do you possibly have a beer that you'd suggest for people and listeners in the States? I've got, I've got one I think is great. So my uh, my wife has claimed that she does not like IPAs at all. <gasps> um, there's a brewery in Sacramento called New Glory, mm-hmm. New Glory, um, who makes a beer called Gummy Worm. Mm. And it has converted, I think, both my wife and Jeremy into IPAs. It is, um, mm. uh, they're a great IPA brewery, and they do a lot of really small batch creative stuff. So if you get a chance to try them, the, the brewery I work at now is more, uh, really regional, but New Glory expands probably the entire West Coast. Um, it's a great beer. Um, if you like IPAs, they've got a broad spectrum of double Imperial, Imperial all the way down to session IPAs that are, are worth looking into. Um, New Glory Brewing Company in, um, in Sacramento, California. Yeah, nice. was, there, was there a particular beer that you would suggest from them? Yeah, gummy worm. Gummy, gummy worm. Worms, okay. yeah. I, I will get those in the show notes. Sounds Lovely. good. So I think at this point, um, Rachel is going to give us... Rachel's wise words. <laughs> I actually think that you guys need to coin this quote for your business because it seems so appropriate as the show's gone on and as we've got to know you. I kind of looked up American beer quotes and this came up <laughs> from our um, lovely Abraham Lincoln. And he says, I am a firm believer in the people. If given the truth, they can be de- depended upon to meet any national crisis. The great point is to bring them the real facts and beer. Abe Lincoln. Nice. There you go. How like topical is that? Well said, Abe. Isn't it? Good job, yeah. Abe. Good man. Good man. <laughs> so with that said, we have a show. I uh, just want to thank you guys very much for gracing us. Um, yeah, coming thank on you show, guys. Telling us a bit about thank the you. brewery and plants. What we will do at some point in the future, if it's cool with you guys, we'll hook up again um, once For you're sure. open and yeah. you know, see how it's going um, and then take it from there. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. It's so yeah. nice to meet you. Love it. Yeah, when the borders are open, we'll be over. Yes. <laughs> I'll bring my tinfoil hat with me as well. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. Gentlemen, lady, and Nathan, it was, it was a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> so with that note thank you very much guys we'll see you on the flip side in two weeks see you later dudes bye